Do you struggle with trying to make exercise a habit? Do you schedule time at the gym after work and by the time 6 p.m. rolls around, you're hangry and tired and the thought of exercise is just laughable, even if you're thinking about it at all? Do you wear a habit when you want to exercise? Are you a nun? I don't know. Join Marcy Rader in her free 10 by 10 exercise challenge with behavior change company Lyft. Because everyone wants their behavior changed. At least it's not behavior modification. 10 minutes of exercise by 10 a.m. every day for a lifelong healthy habit. Postpone checking that email just 10 more minutes in the morning. 10 by 10 exercise challenge. Visit www.marcyrader.com and search for 10 by 10 to enroll. That is www.marceyrader.com. Get healthy. And now, it's OK Stupid time. Welcome to OK Stupid, a guide to self-sabotage in the world of online dating. The names have been changed throughout this story. I should have changed my own. Hello. Um, thanks for joining me for the final, final, final episode of OK Stupid. After this, no mas. Can you feel it? I feel it. So, uh, recap last week, there was a woman I started emailing back and forth with. She prompted me with the question of, uh, don't message me if you don't know what NPR stands for. And <laughs> I let her have it. She liked it. So, let's just start off with uh, one of her replies to a message where I said I was at a storytelling event. Storytelling event as in the moth? Can't believe my weekend is already over. I actually worked, but webbed, ah, damn, mobile phones. Okay, where was I? Yeah. I went out Saturday night and got a minimal amount of sleep, so I was pretty useless today at work. So besides occasionally working a weekend, I love to ride my bike, wander around in the parks, people watch, read, yada, yada. Oh, and I've been dating guys through this okay stupid site. Do you know that a guy named Big Sausage emailed me telling me I have a great profile and to write back? He obviously didn't read my profile at all, or he's just stupid. Anyways, what are you doing with yourself these days? Did you catch that? She went out, yada, 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 real tired. All right, I was not going to let this uh, woman off the hook so easily. Here's my reply to her. I love typing on mobile phones. The NSA spell checks all of my messages. Oh, this weekend I watched my nephews and niece, made the mistake of getting them high on sugar, and they made me watch YouTube videos that might put me in therapy. It was a blast. As for what I do, I build websites, head to the nearest park and read, run until it hurts, which sadly isn't that far. And most nights I do stand-up comedy. And I try to convince people on this okay stupid site that are interesting and understand the absurdity of the letters I sent to get off this site and meet in the real world. Are you up for it? She was up for it. We made plans for the following weekend. I suggested we go to Brighton Beach because I didn't want to go on this date. 
Brighton Beach is all the way at the end of Brooklyn. It's a Russian neighborhood, and the beach is lined with these apartment buildings that are exact copies of Stalin's ideal society. I know, I, it doesn't make sense. She's cute, gets my humor, and is entertaining. I still didn't want to go out with her. It was a goddamn internet date. I'd done enough. Besides, Tequila Blue might get back to me. Whatever. I don't know. Tessa, she agreed to Brighton Beach for the following Sunday. I needed two hours to travel that far out in Brooklyn, and that Sunday turned out to be the hottest day ever. I called up Hank. I was like, can I wear shorts on a date? Whatever, man. Just grab some butts. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, I'm not wearing any pants, so ask if she has a friend. I don't know why I bothered to call him. I wore shorts. The second I left the air-conditioned cocoon of my apartment, New York City in the summer kicked me in the face. By the time I got to the subway, my shorts stuck to my inner thigh. I splashed down on a seat and begun the trek east to Brighton Beach. The trip required me to get on three different trains, update my vaccinations, renew my passport, bring my library card, and have an offering for the Hindu god Vishnu. Why did I choose such an out-of-the-way location? Oh yeah, after all my time spent online dating, I wasn't excited for this date. I had grown used to women not matching their profiles, pictures wrong, personality wrong, everything wrong. The closeted lesbians, the man-haters, the bad kissers, and the ones that just faded away had taken my optimism and turned it into a depressed character from an after-school special that sits alone in a dark room eating pints of ice cream. Ice cream sounded good about now. With the air conditioning in the subway car cranked, my body was still too warm. The end train came above ground and intense sunlight blinded me. Perfect time for my cell phone to ding with a new message. Why can't they make these screens sunlight compatible? Hi, I got here early. I'm outside in front of a table full of underwear. You still coming, right? Uh, a table full of underwear? What did that mean? I wrote back that I was about 10 minutes away. Okay, see you soon. Again, I'm by the underwear table. 10 minutes later, I walked down the steps of the Brighton Beach subway stop and looked for the underwear table. I assumed that this was an obscure joke or at best a table that looked like underwear or I had no idea. Brighton Beach, like a lot of the less than TV ready sections of New York, has some third world charm to it. Mysterious languages are spoken and erotic pickled foods are for sale. It's a different world. Just down the street from the subway steps, outside of the Bank of America, was a large table covered in pink, baby blue, green, and white ladies' underwear. None of it was in packages. It was a free-form sprawl of underwear. The only woman next to the table was my date. The dangers of online dating are that everyone lies. My date, the woman next to the underwear table, was a short, heavy-set, older Ukrainian woman. Wisps of her graying hair slipped from underneath her headscarf. What the hell? At the very least, she could introduce me to some food I've never eaten. I walked towards her and said hello. She put down the underwear in her hand and said something to me. It was guttural and horrible. 
This was not a good start. What I didn't notice in my state of incredibly low expectations was the woman standing a few feet back from the underwear table. She was my real date. Hey, Anthony, right? She seemed pleasantly bemused by my case of mistaken identity. From what I could see of her, she looked good, much better looking than the angry octogenarian next to me. Then again, I couldn't see much of her, because even though the outside temperature was approaching ridiculous heights... Tessa was wearing a light Moroccan-style scarf, and half her face was covered in sunglasses. Hi, uh, Tessa, right? She said hello and smiled. The awkward beat of, do we hug, do we not hug, held for a second. I went in for the hug. I made it a quick, chest-bump-style hug because I was melting, and because I'm awkward. Ending the hug, her face responded with a question mark. Oh, he's one of those. The great start. I'm glad you found the underwear table. It's really the only reason I want to come out this far. Most people think of Brighton Beach as the enclave of the Russian mafia. But what it's really famous for is its free-range underwear. Go ahead, pick a pair. I already did. I'm wearing three different ones from that table. I laughed, and I tried to look through the dark lenses of her sunglasses. I hope you didn't have to travel too far for your underwear. I live in Washington Heights, so yeah, far. Is that in Queens? No, Manhattan. Northern Manhattan, north of 190th Street. North of 190th Street? She might as well live in Vermont. I wasn't even sure the subway ran that far north. I nodded instead of asking the obvious follow-up. Why the hell would you travel this far for an online date? It must have taken her a fortnight to get here. Hell, I suggested Brighton Beach in the hopes that she'd cancel. (laughs) Glad you came out. This will be fun. Even though I was reluctant to go on this date, I didn't want to look like a fool. Two important bits of advice that Carissa had drilled into me were, one, the bathroom needs to be cleaned, really cleaned, not wiped, scrubbed. And two, when you ask a woman out, have a plan. Don't ask, so what do you want to do? In my younger days, I wasted a lot of time not having a plan. We'll just wing it. I'm not a winger or wingman. I don't even like to eat wings. Too messy. The internet recommended a handful of places that seemed promising. Not knowing what type of person my date would be, 
or what type of mood I'd be in, I had the addresses for a couple of bars and a couple of coffee shops. Because apparently that's as far as my duality goes. We started walking before I had a chance to take charge and be the man, to pretend like I knew where I was going. After a few steps, I stopped and said, should I pretend like I know what I'm doing? I wrote down a few places from Yelp. She said we were going to the beach. It was late June. Duh. Of course we're going to walk along the boardwalk. Why the hell did I even do research? Of course, the boardwalk. The first few beats of most online dates are a bit awkward. This is amplified when one party is wrapped in a scarf and wearing sunglasses. I love the beach. Once her foot touched the boardwalk, she began to relax. The salt air, combined with other less than desirable scents, started to loosen her up. We didn't chat about the normal first date things as we walked the length of the boardwalk. There might have been some passing references to family, career, etc. Mainly, we sweated and commented on the characters around us. Oh my god, did you see what she is wearing? No, I'm more focused on what she is not wearing. I said that in regards to the surgically enhanced bikini-clad lady that walked past us. Dream on. The boardwalk is 2.5 miles long. It was 3 billion degrees outside. When we reached the end in Coney Island, she took her sunglasses off. Some guys are ass men or boobs men. I'm an eyes man. Hers were brown, soft, and warm. And now the scarf. I said, and she turned red. Oh, or just leave it on. It's... It's hot as could be outside, and I don't want to wear the scarf, but um, I have a little bit of eczema, and the scarf is covering it. Oh, okay. Eczema, not syphilis, right? Her face crinkled in response. Just a joke. Okay, I believe in full disclosure, so I have to tell you that I'm not looking for anything serious. Oh, no. I don't want full disclosure. If anything, I want less disclosure. It is syphilis. I think you gotta be nuts if you think anything serious could come out of OkCupid. I'm just looking to have fun on the weekends while I don't have my kid. Uh, that was a lot all at once. Thanks, I guess. She said she wanted to make sure that our expectations were in line. I wiped the sweat from my eyes. Expectations? This date was well over an hour in and I had just seen her eyes. In another, month, in another month, I might get a glimpse of her ankles. My expectations were heat exhaustion with a possible chance of dehydration. You are okay with me having a kid? It's not mine, right? She didn't find that amusing. I'd ended two relationships because the women wanted kids. Tessa already had one. I didn't have an objection to children. I have an objection to fatherhood. Raising a life form? Me? Are you mad? 
On the other hand, being an uncle suits me fine. No, why would I care? Actually, I'm glad you do, I told her. It means you're not on the clock. Most women our age that don't have kids want one, and they want one now. So, yeah, I've got no issues with you having a kid. Okay, um, that was a lot at once. This wasn't on your profile that you have a kid, was it? Would you have messaged me if it were? turned around and faced back the way we came. Old Soviets waddled past and young Russian versions of the Jersey Shore cast strutted by. We looked like two sweaty white people. Kids got launched on a giant slingshot. Couples held hands on the Ferris wheel. And looming in the distance sat the cyclone. We should go on the cyclone. I'd never been on that rickety roller coaster, but hoped it would lessen the heaviness of our conversation. Who has time to think about kids when you're on a roller coaster? Me and a friend went on it during its 200th year anniversary. 200 years old. You think the cyclone is 200 years old? Tessa twisted her face, half smile, half confusion. Mm, it was the anniversary. That roller coaster was not Built in the early 1800s. I call bullshit. Fine. We'll bet. Whoever's closer to the actual date wins, and the loser has to buy the tickets. I told her it was 100 years old. She revised her estimate to 85 years old. Such a quick adjustment, I knew I'd been hustled. As we got closer to the cyclone, it looked closed. Condemned might have been more appropriate. Paint flecked off iron railings, and the wood looked like it was 200 years old. An empty series of cars moved around the track. Is it open? It looks like they're just giving it a test run. What's the matter? No, you're going to lose? She grabbed my hand and pulled me closer. Ha! I win, sucker. The ticket booth was draped in large banners announcing the 86th year of the cyclone. I bought her ticket and watched her dance in celebration. She danced like Snoopy. Her lips pouted and her head aimed skyward as she jigged. My frosted side smiled. It wasn't jet skis in New York Harbor, but this qualified as an adventure date. I hadn't been on a roller coaster in almost 20 years. An ex-girlfriend had taken me to an amusement park in Lake George, New York. It was the only time I'd ever been on a roller coaster, and I loved it. We got online and Tessa whispered that we need to be in the front car. A sign warned that trying to reserve seats was not allowed. I nudged her and pointed that out. As the group in front of us got on, Tessa shifted and positioned us so we'd be the ones in the first car. A few toes were stepped on and a few kids might have shed tears, but damn it, she was determined. Last time I was in the very back. I got thrown around so much I had bruises for days. The car pulled into the station and the passengers emptied out. An attendant lifted the metal chain to let us in and Tessa got us into the first car. We sat down, and the operator closed the metal bar over us. I have something to tell you. I'm scared to death of roller coasters. 
huh, what happened to Mrs. Cool? Mrs. We're going to sit right in the front. She squeezed the metal bar, and I watched all the blood get forced out of her hands. The car started rolling down the track, making the first turn that led into the first climb. I told her it would be fine, that I was kidding about it looking like a rejected prop from an episode of Scooby-Doo. Then I asked her if she had any last words. Words could not be formed with her shallow panic breaths. The cars climbed up and up. Click, click, click. The beach and the ocean came into view. The first seat of the cyclone, as it reaches the zenith of the first ascent, is the best view in all of New York City. The Empire State Building is for fools. Look at that view. Oh, shit! (laughs) What goes up must come down. I only have two specific memories from that ride. One was of my constant laughing as we got whipped around the track. The other was of Tessa grabbing onto my hand with enough strength to bruise it. This date was going well. Delirious with adrenaline from the roller coaster, I suggested we head back to Brighton Beach to visit a bar the internet recommended. She agreed, which showed me that she was enjoying the date as much as I was. It also showed that both of us were morons. It was still 2 billion degrees outside, and now we had to walk back 2.5 miles to Brighton Beach. We made it back, but we melted. The bar I chose, a place called Kibir, is a great local bar. And by local, I mean local to the Ukraine. We sat down, dripping, and ordered beers and food. Do you know what Bujan is? Uh, I had no clue. The waiter said, very good, you like it much. He was right. We liked the hell out of it. I think it contained eggplant that was beaten for crimes against the state. Yummy. The heat, the long walk on the boardwalk, and the consumption of beer was a good combination. One sip and the two of us were giddy with laughter. Besides sitting down on the cyclone, this was the first time that we took time to sit down and look at each other. My other online dates started with beer and flirtatious stares posturing and feeling each other out while you run through the paces of the standard questions. Early in a date, my guard is up and I'm on my best behavior. Here in Brighton Beach, three hours into a first date, our guards are down. Relaxed, we caught each other's eyes. It was just a moment, but that's all it took. Tessa shifted her seat to be right next to mine. She literally stood up and threw her body right next to me. Laughing from her absurd move, I was caught off guard when she leaned in and kissed me. I was done. Six months after our first date, I was putting on a tie. Tessa came up to me and asked me to zip her up. She looked amazing in a blue dress embossed with tiny blue flowers. I pulled the zipper and planted a kiss on the back of her neck. She turned around and straightened my suit jacket. We look good. I took her by the arm and we headed out the door. It was a crisp Brooklyn evening. We walked arm in arm and balanced each other on the cobblestone streets of Dumbo. The event hall was dimly lit and full of people, men in suits and women in dresses. 
we walked around the crowd taking in the scene. A few minutes later, Kurt walked in in his suited best. As always, a gorgeous woman was on his arm. I had met her a few times, and she had always dressed well. Today she was in a wedding dress. Kurt married a girl from the internet. Maybe everything I thought I knew was wrong. The back of Kurt's head looked amazing. I'm done. That's, that's the end. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah. Go on to Amazon and get the free ebook or pay 99 cents for the first chapter. And if you like this and you want more, go to a guide to selfsabotage.com and send a message in through the site. All right. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>